cultist here. Just letting you know that this episode is a two-parter because it went on rather long, so we cut it into two parts. First part will be on New Year's Eve today, and the rest of it will be posted on New Year's Day tomorrow. And without further ado, hope you enjoy the episode. Dente Rigamortis. I'm Review Cultist. And I'm Dr. Leviathan. And I'm Matt from The Junk and the Ugly again. Hi. Yes. And we're here to discuss those internet stories, most creepy and most pasta. But in this case, most shitty. Yes. Happy, happy New Year, everybody. Yes. Happy, happy, happy New Year to all. Happy, happy from Napa Valley New Year. (laughs) <laughs> and may your new year contain no happy happy yes and may you not wear a nappy i don't know unless you're into so, that i don't want to judge <laughs> yeah so tonight as we have mentioned we are doing happy happy for the new year because let's set off the new year with a bang and by bang i mean the sound the of thud of it hitting the basement. <laughs> yeah, and the sound of you know, ciders being opened up because we are all drinking cider for this game or for this. Yeah, it's a game too. It's a game. Yeah, we, we made a, we made a game out of this to amuse ourselves because the story <laughs> did not do that. Yeah, we've got a drinking game going for this. Um, <clears throat> so for those of you just tuning in, uh, creepy pastas are short. <laughs> Scary stories. Short get, you say. <laughs> yes. This, of of which say. this is neither. <laughs> yeah, they get copied and pasted across the internet. Um, go Google Creepypasta and you'll find better Creepypastas than the one we're doing right now, I'm sure. Um, go read Candle Cove happy, again. Happy. What? Go read Candle Cove again. That'll, that's... You can read Jeff the Killer and it'll be better than this. <laughs> really? Leviathan? <laughs> really? Wow. You heard it here first, folks. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, yeah. So, uh, where do we want to start with this? Like, do we just want okay, to so go into the rundown? And happy, then happy, happy was all right. Happy, happy was written by Dronian. Um, he's written like uh, fifteen other creepy pastas. All of them are usually related to. Uh, let me let me check again. He, I saw. Uh, let's see. 15? Why there hasn't is... anyone stopped him? <laughs> Let's see, uh, 14 creepypastas, let's see, there are, um, and two of them are remakes, let's see, he's, uh, most of them are related technology, a lot of them are lost episode pastas, uh, and four of them are related to, uh, Happy Happy, um, there is the original Happy Happy, which is, uh, he's listed all of his stories in the order that he likes them, the original Happy Happy is number nine on his list, saying, it's okay, it's not scary, but it's not laughably bad, it's just in the middle, uh, so keep in mind, there are five more stories that are below this one, um, Jesus, and uh, the number and his fine his his worst story he says this pot uh, is called Roblox Caverns he says a pasta so bad it actually got deleted. 
Wait. Oh, and then number 13, and then number 13 is, what was I thinking? I mean, holy fuck, it's cliched. One pasta I made that is so much worse. Holy shit, it is none other than, and then, yeah, it goes into that one. And then number 12 is, again, I just know, what was I thinking when I came up with this? No, why is it so popular? Holy shit, it's number 5 in the MC category. Thankfully, it's been deleted. Um, so all of these ones, uh, aside from, let's see, all of these ones are started with, I don't like this, aside from number 10, <laughs> the low happy happy called the scariest sound in the world that says it's a smart troll pasta. I just don't like who it's about. Um, what? and he wrote this, like he wrote these to pastas. Yes. So he's, yeah. Uh. So, um, also his, uh, also his avatar is a picture of the um, of the uh, fucking spectral view from uh, from uh, Aphex Twin's song Equation, which is a song that sounds oh, okay. super fucked up because if you look at it on spectral view, it makes a weird human face. Um, so remember the name Aphex Twin. That will come back a lot in yeah. this. Uh, so, uh, let's see, a little bit of other trivia on Happy Happy, uh, according to tvtropes.org, it is the second longest creepypasta on, on the creepypasta wiki. Um, I can't remember what the longest one is, but, uh, yeah, so check yourselves in for a wild ride, because this is gonna be like, uh, this is, this is like the, the Godzilla NES, this is like Godzilla NES, except, uh, probably four times as long and eight times less interesting. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's been like, a little generous. <laughs> like, I think we should probably go without. Should probably go without saying that I generally like. I can find like likable things in most creepypastas that I've read for this show. This one, I didn't want to finish reading. Like, yeah, I no, barely I, got through this one. <laughs> I will say, I started reading this one a few years back, and I stopped. Like, I don't even remember where I stopped. I'm just like, fuck, this is boring, and nothing is happening. And then, uh, and then Review Cultist asked me to read it again for this show, and I said, do you really want to do this? And he said, yes, and I'm like, fine, I will do this. I will do this for your show. And then you read it <laughs> and said, and then you read it and said, why did I decide to read this fucking story? Yeah. Alright, so, um, also, just, if you want to play, uh, if you want to play along at home with us, um, if you're not in the car, don't, don't play a drinking game while you're in the car, what the fuck's wrong with you? Um, yeah, so, drink responsibly, folks. Drink responsibly on New Year's, uh, take the subway, Wait, take, take public not... transit. <laughs> drinking, a drinking game for this pasta <laughs> is not going to be responsible. Alright, so, um, this is, so unlike the NES Godzilla one, we're actually going to try and play this one as we go. So there's going to be some, yeah. sp- there's going to be some mild spoilers in this for this drinking game, because I have to break down the formula. Um, so, <laughs> oh no, spoilers for Happy Happy. <laughs> yeah, I know, I know all of you were going to be so invested in the rich narrative. Alright. So, uh, so here are the rules that we've set down. Uh, so there are two, I actually put in two things here. I'm getting better at my drinking games. Uh, so there's take a swig when there is win. There is violent. There is extreme violence that is glossed over. Uh, happy, happy does his quote unquote death smile, which is, uh, never described. Um, let's see. Uh, take a swig when the narrator tells us how to feel. Uh, take a swig when the narrator does not react to something that is actually disturbing or frightening. Uh, take a swig when Happy Happy does something that makes no sense for for a clay puppet on a stick. 
Tegaswig when uh, Forensic, who is the main antagonist of the story, has a ch- has a very good chance to kill the narrator and just doesn't. Um, the alternate side of this, Forensic uh, is incredibly incompetent and easily thwarted by the narrator. Um, Tegaswig when something happens exactly when the narrator needs it to, apropos of nothing. Take a swig when uh, Nickelodeon is mentioned, and we are reminded that Happy Abby was apparently created by this company at the peak of its power. And take a swig when uh, the narrator changes his mind about something he's dead set on mid-post. Then there <laughs> yeah, are two he's con- like the most indecisive son of a bitch. <laughs> yeah, and you'll get we'll we'll see how deep that is. All right. Then there are two finish the bottle conditions. Finish the bottle when somebody who dies comes back for no reason. Finish the bottle when the narrator kills somebody and feels nothing. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. Oh god. All right. See on us all. <laughs> okay. All right. So. Yeah, let's do this rundown. So I'm gonna let's also also to be less to be more specific um, and to avoid confusion because this character, the narrator character, is the uh, is somehow the least explained character in the entire story. Um, his name is uh, Gerasim. I'm not sure exactly how to say that because it's a Russian name. Um, he yep. is a. I'm pretty sure he he is a he's an immigrant from from Russia who. Grew up in Russia during, uh, grew up in Russia, like, around, around the turn of the millennium. Um, let's see, he now lives in, uh, Aberdeen, Washington. Um, and, uh, he works as a police detective. I'm gonna put that in quotes. (laughs) He works as a police detective. So also keep these also keep those three things in mind. Yeah. All right. So So, uh does anybody else have any other things we want to say before we start digging um, deep into this? I mean, there's a, there's some stuff that we can kind of touch on as the story goes as as yeah. we do the rundown cuz like yeah, I mean, I I think like we sh- I think we'll just toss in stuff as the rundown goes. Okay. <laughs> All right, then let's start this because this is going to take a fucking long time. <laughs> yes. All right, so this is written. Will it take as long. Yeah. This is written. Sorry. This is this is written in the form of a blog. So I'm going to say the entry the entry date of the blog, and then I'm going to start talking about the content of it. And at some point, I'm going to start really blazing over this because every entry kind of reads the same. Yep. So we start uh, February twenty third, two thousand eleven. Uh, Jerasim, our narrator, introduces us to the idea of the blog in a traditional gothic horror letter-writing style. He is obsessed with missing episodes of TV shows. Um, and this is, we get the first suggestion, he's from another country, um, some part of some former Soviet state, where he talks about watching dubbed over Blue's Clues, and uh, I knew the name of this show, but it, uh, some other show called Happy Apple. So... yeah. He then talks about uh, he then talks about Happy Appy as it was known in the United States, um, which uh, featured which featured a, a ceramic puppet on a st- on a bent rusty stick to use the narrator's words. Um, yeah. It is a uh, who is a red who is a red apple with with arms, uh, human lips, and like weird baby blue eyes. And the show is about this apple on a stick 
giving first aid to children who get injured, which is the weirdest fucking high concept for any children's show I've ever heard of. Also, rusty metal pipe with a ceramic uh, puppet. The height of, of Nickelodeon's Nickelodeon. power in television. Everybody take a shot. And Yeah, alright, hang on, I'm just going to crack this open. Oh, I already poured my strongbow over ice, as they recommend. Ah. Yeah, I'm just drinking that again. <laughs> Alright, so yes. So, uh, again, this this show showed on... Uh, he keeps... And also, he's going to mention Nick Jr. and Noggin a lot. Like, a lot. Yeah. Is Noggin... I guess they, like that's like a Russian channel thing or something? No, Noggin is... It's just an alt... It's just another... It? It's it's a... It's another... It's like another spinoff Nickelodeon uh, Young Children's channel. I'm pretty sure. Oh, okay. All right, so um, so happy, happy. It was a standard uh, ten minute show that was that was combined uh, Adventure Time style or one of those other short run shows into uh, a into two episodes within a thirty minute block plus commercials. Um, the show was canceled because it uh, what because it slowly got uh, really really violent apparently, and uh, there are still but like Mystery Science Theater, there are still tapes circulating of the lost episodes, although. Um, most of the tapes were lost, and some were stolen by a shadowy figure. Yeah. This is the official in-canon lore. Anyway, one day, Jerasim finds a bo- finds a DVD that says, uh, that says HA episodes while cleaning. Instead of watching it, he decides to go on a forum for lost episodes and ask what HA is, and he finds out it's Happy Appy. He adds on, there are no DVDs of this show. Uh, so, he then pre- he then proceeds to play the DVD of the uh, of Happy Appy, finds out it is super low quality, no menus, immediately going to the show, it's... Whoa, what was that? Sorry. I just don't know, understand how anyone on the internet could have cracked that code of HA. Yeah. yeah. I found I mean, this show called Ha. I thought it was a prank show. <laughs> ha! I got you. You're reading my blog. Speaking of prank shows, we're gonna go into we're gonna dig into some other stuff later. Um, yeah. So, uh, so yes, plays DVD. It's a super low quality like bootleg DVD. Um, it uh, starts with the theme song. It's like Mary had a little lamb. That's uh, about how happy happy gives kids first aid. Um, yeah, it's, is it like just happy, 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 happy? Yeah, it's something oh, like that. God damn it! So How do the, I know that? <laughs> because it's fucking, it's fucking. Mary had a little lamb, and they say just happy, happy, happy. Yes. Uh, so let's see. Okay. So there's two episodes. The first episode is Happy goes to the beach, heals some injured kids, and talks to a bully. Second episode, Happy's stick gets broken, and kids help him. There's some skipping on the DVD, which is fine. Um, it's mentioned that there. It's mentioned that the kids feed Happy Happy an apple when they're repairing his stick, which seemed odd. Um, so first off, uh, the kids are giving this clay apple puppet on a stick an apple that it eats. Yeah. The ceramic. Okay. Yes. So. I mean, it could, yeah. I mean, yeah. Okay. I'm gonna grab my drink now. <laughs> I mean, I I could see it. Like, I mean, I've seen shows like even kids shows where they like mimic. Where they have the Obviously, fake puppet character eat something, but yeah, an apple eating an apple is a little weird. And, and it's never clear how this show is filmed because the original yeah. the original demonstration of it seems like it seems like a like a man on the street like 
if I try to imagine this, the only thing I can think of is those segments on the Conan O'Brien show with Courage the Cowardly Dog, or not Courage the Cowardly Dog, Triumph the Insult Comic Dog, where he's walking around and or, talking yeah. to people. But then it's or like the uh, that sock uh, puppet thing from uh, NH. I think it's like an NHL thing or something uh, up here, um, where they just go on the street and they talk to people, or they go to like the, somebody like a random fan in the stadium and talk to them. Right. Kind of um, it kind of seems like that. Yeah, no, I, I can I can kind of see that. I was, I was thinking of like almost like a not quite like Blues Clues or something like that, but like like Sesame Street kind of thing. Yeah, uh, that's because yeah. they do they do see, mention I, a sound I, they they mention a sound stage later. Like the, I thought it, it to me it seemed like it was like uh, what is that show the Annoying Orange or whatever it is. Yeah, yeah, that's except what I've it's been picturing. That's that's what makes except that's what on makes sense. Yeah, that's that's what makes sense. Except yeah, it's except we're it's told that this is we're like told that this apple, apple is this apple is made of clay, and so that means yeah. that that means that it has no points of articulation. It's yeah. a clay apple on a bent stick. <clears throat> anyway, we are not even like five minutes into this story. <laughs> Um, and we've already gotten 17 minutes into this episode. All right. So anyway, uh, in addition to this, the DVD also contains uh, for the show. For the show was from around 2001. The DVD contains references to things in the future, like the Japanese earthquake and uh, and President Obama. Uh, then episodes three or four come up. Um, one of these episodes is, and I think this is the thing that the, that the narrator wanted to hit on, which if this had been more of the case and the show and the story had been shorter, I would have liked is that, um, it's, uh, there's a lot of points where happy, happy will like, will ask something to the camera and then there's like no response. And then, um, and it just kind of hangs there as he just mugs the camera for like five minutes and yeah. I, I realize this is this is the reason why in Blue's Clues, when uh, when Steve is talking to the TV or talking to the audience, there's a bunch of kids that yell stuff back at him. Because if he just yelled some, if he just said something in the TV and just stared there, ex- just stared at it expectantly, that'd be kind of fucking it's creepy. Stupid. It's like um, if you watch uh, if you watch sitcoms with the laugh track turned off. Or uh, if you remove all of Garfield's dialogue in Garfield comics, <laughs> and just yeah, and just John's just talking to a cat and just staring. Or alternately, Garfield minus Garfield, where John just talks to himself. Um, yeah, and I kind of like that core concept of this of this show, where it just slowly becomes that the character just stares into the camera for like the entire duration of the show. Um, but that anyway, that's a concept that's quickly forgotten. Um, yeah. And then the show ends, and then the show ends. One of the episodes ends with a uh, with like a, a bluegrass cover of the Katy Perry song "Hot and Cold," which didn't come out until 2008. So we also hit on this theme that Happy Happy is capable of predicting the future. Which again, I don't know. That could be interesting. Like we could just fucking rip off the movie Knowing with Nicolas Cage. Um, yeah, like it could just be like a pro- like a creepy prophecy kind of thing. Yeah, it's, it's, that would have been effective if that was the focus. Happy Astrodamus. Yeah. All right. So then, oh, uh, so let's see. So February twenty fourth, two thousand eleven. We're on entry two now. Um, it's nothing but a collection of episodes of the show that Jerry watches. So 
Episode 5, a kid falls off the monkey bars and cuts his finger. Happy Happy asks what the kids should give and mugs the camera for a while. And then he's like, that's right, a bandage. Episode 6, a kid runs with a knife and gets cut. And Happy Happy gives him a bandage. Credits roll. And then there's a weird stinger where Happy Happy comes back and tells his kids to get in his van. Happy Happy's van is a uh, is a I believe a nineteen is a nineteen ninety three Ford Windstar or Aerostar yeah, it van. Actually, it, it's like it's very specific. very specific on this. <laughs> and again, we have this. We, I, I can I can see the clay I can see the clay puppet driving the van. Like I can that's the thing I can see because it's it's an easy camera trick to pull. I don't know why he drives yeah. a fucking ninety three Aerostar again. Nickelodeon. Um... So there becomes this running theme of Happy Appy's van. This will come up a in lot. The, in the original, well, in the one the shit I read, which was a little bit different than the shit you read, apparently, they they didn't tell you exactly what the van was at any point. Oh, really? Yeah. So they're he just, just like, it's a van. It's Happy Appy's van. I really don't understand why you would why someone would add the specifics of a fucking van. I wonder if he got like some like comments or something. It's like, oh well, I really was having trouble like visualizing what the van. I, I will oh, say, I will say in that regard, there is um there is a thing that there is a thing that we are taught uh, in uh, in improv that I've been that I've been taught that the uh, the key to a the key to a good scene is specificity. And yeah. but that's comedy. Yeah, not horror, which is what like they have a lot of They have a lot of very yeah. Yeah, let me let me see if I can find it. Let me let me see if I can find it here again. Um, that uh, uh, I don't know. Um, I thought they mentioned it early on. All right, doesn't matter. Um, uh, it's a ninety. Sorry, we should also did, sorry. Sorry, did we actually did we mention earlier um, that like. Yeah, we inadvertently read. There, there are two versions of the story. There is yes. an original draft, and then there is the true vision in quotes. Yeah. So the original draft is well, there, yeah. So there's Happy Happy, and there's Happy Happy the True Vision, and Happy Happy is the one on the Creepy Pasta Wiki. It's much shorter. Um, it's a lot worse um, because it hasn't gone through. It hasn't gone through a couple of editing revisions like the True Vision has. The True Vision, in addition to being um, I don't know. Occasionally, more like grammatically competent. It includes uh, it includes a bunch of extra segments that were part of a separate blog originally, um, and it has it has a different ending. Yeah. All right. Sorry. So yes, we uh, so Cultist and I read the True Vision version, um, and uh, Leviathan read the original. Uh, so let's see. So then, continuing on, episode seven. There is no plot to this episode. Happy Happy walks up to some kids, tells them to takes tells uh, takes them into the bushes. Violent screams are heard, and then he drags their body into the van, and then stares it stares into the camera with his quote unquote death smile. Yeah, which is never really explained what a death smile looks like. It's just his death smile. Ever. It's just called the yeah, death smile. I picture a Joker grin from Batman. Yeah, like yeah, I can I, I can guess, picture yeah. I can picture what it is, but the number one way to not make something scary is to give it a name. And not explain what or not describe it. Describe rather than just give it a name. Yes. So we'll yeah. you'll discover that one of the other core themes of this is that this story does a lot of telling, not showing, and most of the time the telling is not that competent. 
No, it, it's the equivalent, especially when it comes to the episodes. And he loves to just give us a synopsis of the, or even like just a a Wikipedia page style like plot set like thing of what each episode is. And it's just it's a slog to read, personally. <laughs> yes, yes. Um, so let's see. So episode eight, Happy Happy takes a kid into his van. And you hear the sound of meat getting cut and screams turning into gurgles. And then Happy Happy steps out covered in blood and does his death smile. Again. So, um... So, yeah. So we start getting into... We start getting into a lot of these where it's just... yeah, we start getting into a lot of these where it's just a child is murdered. Oh yeah, and then episode nine. Here we go. Happy Abby's on the playground with some kids, and then they turn then they turn around and they see a plane hit a tall building, and another plane hit another tall building, and it's like super detailed in the in in the collapsing of the buildings. But oh my god, this happened before September the September 11th terrorist attacks. Holy shit! It's prophecies. prophecies. Oh my god! Um, actually, that, there's a real world parallel to that. Oh, um, the <laughs> oft forgotten Lone Gunman series. I think it was their first episode. Oh really? Actually, had a plot where planes were supposed to crash into the World Trade Center. Oh shit! Yeah, <laughs> and then the terrorists. Yeah, it was kind of a. Whoops! A little two on the nose, but right before, like before it happened, before it actually happened. Well, yeah, yeah, but uh, Man. yeah, interesting. <laughs> it was also a way better episode. <laughs> oh yeah, it was a way. I mean, it was a way were, better you show. You were actually watching it, yeah, and I wanted to. <laughs> yeah, you were actually watching it rather than reading an episode being watched. <laughs> yeah, and then. Um... Yeah, and doesn't like it shows like people falling or something like that too. And um, yeah, there's just, and there's again, like, um, yeah, there's a thing. Oh yeah, that yeah. there's uh, okay. The uh, after a shot of a kid trapped under the concrete, a younger child uh, turns to the side and says, "Happy, happy! Why are people running and falling from the towers?" And Happy, happy turns to the camera, death smile on his face, and very clo- very coldly says these words: "These words will haunt me as long as I research this show." That's natural, children. So as long as he stops researching it, he'll be fine. <laughs> he can sleep at night as soon as he stops re- researching so up on the happy happy. He took the kids away from the towers, and the kids stuck under the concrete screaming for help. When the credits rolled, the audio kept playing. I jumped out of my seat. Was happy happy the death bringer in the form of an apple, or was he a master predictor? <laughs> if that episode somehow predicted 9-11, I have to watch episodes 10 and 11 to see if anything else put any to see if there was anything else predicted. I might not see any predictions though, and honestly, I hope not. Oh, and if you want to know what happens when someone calls the tsunami in the phone number, so yes, so there's a there's a thing in the ep- in the episode where they talk about the where they talk about the Japanese earthquake and the tsunami. And he says, "Call in to this number because the Japanese people need money to rebuild their to rebuild their uh, everything." Um, yeah. So, uh, so September twenty, September February twenty fifth, two thousand eleven. He calls the number from the third episode that mentions the tsunami, and it comes to a pre recorded message saying that anyone who donates gets a happy appy badge. And then he says, "I donated a dollar using an outdated bank account I never used." What? So apparently, like, I mean, so what? so so this automated number is designed to take wire transfers, and also 
Yeah, I don't know. Um, from, 20, from 2001. Yeah, I... Yeah. Just... Okay, also, I gotta point this out. Like, I think it's the first, like, section of this where they kind of break their own continuity, like, right off the get-go. Because I remember him saying 2001, and then from everything then on, he says 2000 is when he started watching this stuff. Yeah, it's... Like, with his brother or something, so... If that's the biggest problem this story has, then... I mean, it isn't, but it was the first thing that, like, kind of, like, clued me into, like, oh, God, what I'm... Like, the ride I'm in for with the continuity errors and everything wrong with this. Sorry, I didn't mean to... No, it's fine, it's fine. Let's just move on. All right, so, yeah, so... back on track here. When he does... So, let's see. So, yeah, donated a dollar to the donation for the fun of it using an outdated account, and an automated message says, Thank you for helping me aid of the tsunami. Look in your mailbox a week from now, because you'll get your happy appy badge. Um, That's oddly specific. A week from now. Yeah, I I guess... No matter where you live, we'll find you. He didn't... Yes, he... um, yeah. Did he even give his address? Uh, I don't know. They're taking wire transfer. He, tra- yeah. yeah. he doesn't mention a lot of things, so I don't know. Yeah. The show, the show's supernatural. Maybe it's not clear. Except it isn't because yeah, like yeah. <laughs> so February twenty seventh. Uh, so uh, thankfully, uh, episode ten is corrupted, um, badly compressed. There's no audio, and most of it's static. Um, episode. Which means we don't have to hear about it, right? Yeah. <laughs> episode eleven is called Happy's Trick, which is uh, the intro is just some weird offbeat carnival music with Happy Happy doing his death smile at the camera. Um, so let's see. He stops at a playground and asks kids if they want to see a magic trick. They all jump into his van, and Happy Happy comes out of his uh, comes out of the van later uh, without his smile, but plus blood and no kids. Um, and then uh, fast-forwarded newspapers, and they said something about the space shuttle exploding. Oh, my God, predictions before oh, the Columbia no. disaster. Yeah. Um, so let's see. Oh, okay. uh, so then the, the credits cut out right at the end, and there, <coughs> oof, and there is a message saying, uh, let's see, if you get these DVDs, I copied the show over to them to what, from whatever master tapes I could find. I wanted to preserve this show so that the last episodes weren't lost forever. Now, you might be wondering, no thing, how did Nickelodeon air all of these episodes? I don't know. They just did. That's what. If you want to know more about the show, including its fate, see me. Signed, KC. And then it immediately goes on to say, thankfully, I had a good grasp on who KC most likely was. Kevin Christensen, a friend of mine. It wouldn't be out of the yeah. question. When I first met him, he did mention something about working with Nickelodeon until the end of the millennium. I wanted to learn more about the show's fate. I headed over to his house. And when I got over there, oh, no, it turns out he was kidnapped. Um, so let's... Uh, yeah, okay, so let, let's stop for a second. So that is, this is another big thing with this story is that this guy is supposed to be a detective. This is kind of supposed to be an investigation on this mystery, in quotes, of Happy Happy and the Lost Episodes. Yet the man knows every susp or like knows almost every like everyone involved. Everyone Again, involved. Yeah. yeah, everything. He knows, everything he needs <laughs> he just to, happens to know. Yeah, everything he needs to know just just shows up. It just it just delivered him. It's delivered to him on a silver platter every chance it gets. Like a happy, happy badge for donating a dollar to tsunami recovery. Yes. Yeah. Um. Oh yeah. So yeah. And then also, he said he was working with. He he heard about his friend working at Nickelodeon until the end of the millennium, and. Uh, I guess never said, "Hey, I'm working on Happy Happy or any of the other shows." Also, how old is this friend? How old are you? Yeah, 
Yeah, no, yeah, because he says, like, in 2001, he watched it with his younger brother, which, which I mean, he's watching it with his younger brother. He's so watching it with his younger brother, like, so it's po- it's possible that he's not watching this for his own enjoyment. Like, it's just, yeah. that's what's odd. Um, and yeah, then, then why does he have such a <laughs> sick fascination with it? Yeah. Um, well, just... Yeah, like, I mean, it's a pretty fucked up show. Like, he's a if detective. it was, it's a, yeah. it's also a pretty fucked up show. Like, if I, I would want to get to the bottom of why this show existed. Also, I can kind of see, like, I mean, there are there is a large fascination online anyway with like, uh, with like lost episodes, and I mean, obviously that's why there's a creepypasta genre, um, like an entire thing of it. But like, there like there are like like lost shows and lost like like media that that it was fucked up when it first aired and stuff. So, I mean, I can kind of see that, but at the same time, like, yeah, it's a little weird to have this guy, like, so fascinated with this show that he watched with his brother, like, ten years ago. Yeah, and, well, and and it's and it's weird because it, it slowly becomes less lost over the course of this. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So you mean the show, right? Not the like. Yes. Oh, the narration just, is lost as fuck. Everything's <laughs> yeah, everything's too. lost forever. All hope, uh, including hope. Hope is lost. All is lost. All is lost. All oh. is lost. Um. So let's see. That's just the rest of this episode. It's just like all is lost. All is just like loop it. <laughs> just... It'll be our. It'll be our version of the death smile. Yeah. Yes, the death smile. All hail the death smile. So yeah, so let's see. He goes. So anyway, uh, Jerusalem goes over to uh, goes over to Christian Kevin Christensen's house, and uh, he find his ans- the door's answered by his mother. Um, Wait, his mother? I thought. Oh was... no, it's a middle aged. Okay. okay, it's a middle aged woman. I I, yeah, I I thought it was his wife, yeah. honestly. Okay, yeah, it's just I heard a middle aged woman crying upstairs. Last night someone or something took him away in his sleep. The police are trying to look for him, but they've come up with nothing as usual. They've questioned me and searched our house for any evidence, but there's none save for this scrap of paper. She reached into the paper in her pocket and pulled out the piece of paper. I unfolded it, revealing itself to be a low quality photograph of the scarred happy appy during the natural scene. Um, when I was at her house, I asked how those episodes managed to get on air at Noggin. She says, this man had drugged the producers he was going to, and then she bursts into tears. Man, that shit is not in the one I read at all. Like, <laughs> well, I that's mean, the thing, like, she's the, all I, freaking out and stuff, Yeah, but, like, she doesn't mention anything about drugging producers and shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, why, the, why would she know that? And why would anybody know that? If, yeah, she, if like, she knows that, why does it was Christensen that, just like you just drug them? Yeah, yeah. Like was Christensen like telling her this like this dark secret stuff work or? Yeah, probably not because that's giving the story way too much credit. But yeah, I I don't know. So let's see. So I left the Christensen house and walked off. After I started getting near my house, I was startled by the sound of a gunshot nearby. I ran to my house, fearing whoever kidnapped Kevin and. Uh, uh, kidnapped Shot Kevin, killed. Wife. Yeah, there we go. Killed his wife, and which was trying to chase after me. Before I closed the door, I took one last glimpse at the bushes on the other side of the street. In one of them was a mutilated arm, an unknown figure standing behind it. So enter the chief antagonist of the story. Um, yeah. Which I'm sorry, I got it. Like this is the other one that really got me. It was like, how the fuck do you know that uh, that woman was dead? Like was shot and killed. Like you just ran away from her home. You hear a gunshot in the area. Yeah. How do you know that wasn't firing at you and it just missed? 
Like or a car backfiring. Yeah. Or just it just it just it it just goes it, the story just does like random assumptions and it just does whatever it feels like. like. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty it much just it. it just yeah. Um so let's see. So uh yeah, so there this is the beginning of our major antagonist which this is the this is the fane that the, that the story decides to follow through all the this is the only vein that the story decides to follow all the way through the end, and even then, it's still a very yeah. murky, uh, windy, zippity zoppity loops on top of itself many times road. Um, yeah. So let's see. So March third, uh, I wanted to know. Uh, so uh, he's asking if there are any recordings of Happy Happy because it looked like the DVD dis- was destroyed by a claw that slashed it into thirds and a photo <laughs> uh, let's see um was it a photo yes a photo of happy happy was nearby with writing that said no more evidence now huh <laughs> um yeah so let's see so now let's go play some football huh <laughs> sorry let's go eat huh yeah <laughs> Let's go eat some apples. So uh, again, oh, the, the okay, weird yeah. guy that broke. The, so there's a guy that just broke into Jerusalem's house and destroyed his Happy Happy DVD, and then left with claw. <laughs> yeah, with <laughs> with a claw. With a claw. Uh, the claw. Uh, and, so and a three a three fingered claw. So it's like, is he being attacked by ninja raptors? Yeah, I don't fucking. I wouldn't put it past the show to do that. Yeah, I I fucking don't know. So let's see. March fourth, uh, a badge comes in the mail with a date stamp of two thousand. It comes with a let's see. Uh, it comes with a letter saying that it was dug out of the ground. Um, it's a happy happy helper badge, uh, in a stereotypical army font. It's made out of plastic. Uh, to my friend, you have helped us help the Japanese. Uh, of course, let me introduce myself. Unarguably, you've heard of me on Noggin. Can't understand what I'm saying? I'll give you the answer. I'm happy, 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 app. Happy, app, happy, app. Yes, okay. Um, I've given you this nice badge right from the playground. How did I get these, you ask? Running around the playground, I tripped on a rock. I fell down and noticed the ground was uneven. Undoubtedly, something was buried, so I dug the ground and found a crate filled with these badges. Watch my show at 8.30 CST to find my new adventures. And... Uh, oh yeah, two lines of gibberish. Um, these lines are never decoded. <laughs> nope, never. We never touch this plot. And really, and to be fair, I'm glad it isn't never touched on because that would make this longer. <laughs> yeah, it's just like I there's. Mean, it's just, it's, yeah. Yeah, man, just fucking this 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 just keeps picking up plots and just dropping them over and over again. Oh right, uh, so March fifth. Uh, I got an email from a man who claimed to be a user on WikiLeaks. He had heard about my research on Happy Appy and tried to find any documents related to the show. Oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, yeah, so this, yes, because this is what WikiLeaks is for. Um, let's see. And the eighth episode aired in 1999, but includes the includes the Twin Tower attacks. Uh, let's see. And then there's a massive break. Um... Yeah, first off, I know the happy happy. Oh yeah, so there was the there was the uh the uh, the actual like magnitude 9 earthquake actually happened around this time that wrecked Fukushima and everything else. Um I know that the, that it might happy happy might have predicted the recent earthquake and tsunami, so stop sending me emails about it. 
Um, so here's where he says, uh, it says, my job involves working as a police detective. I had to take a hiatus from this blog so I could get paid. Uh, there were some trials involving the murder of Kevin Christensen. They came to an abrupt halt when the arm they found disappeared one day. I bet that shadow man stole the arm. Anyway, or maybe not. Who knows? So anyway, there's uh, and also uh, yeah, no remorse for how his how his close friend apparently died. Christian, yeah, or how her his wife uh, how the guy how, was, wife how his wife might have been killed like or how she's doing she may or may not have been killed yeah we still she, get a status report we don't get a status like, report on her but I mean to be fair she didn't get a name or even like the briefest idea of a description other than she's a middle aged woman wife of Kevin Christensen <laughs> yeah I I just yeah like uh, I'm gonna see take a any of this cop <laughs> stuff or police detective none of that is. Uh, Mentioned in the one I read, thank God. Yeah. Again, would have just made it longer. And Again, I just think bring yeah, up more it, questions. It yeah. does. It it all it does is bring it, up more questions. It really questions. does. Um. Oh yeah. Like why this immigrant has after like what maybe five ten years is in the I don't know what the American law enforcement's like, but I have no idea either. I don't. I don't think an immigrant. Um. Can uh, like get a job like that? Like unless they already had it over there, and like maybe like a transfer. Yeah, program? I, I I don't I don't know. Yeah, I I have yeah. no idea. I can assure you the narrator. I can assure you that um, uh, fucking what's the his name? Dro- well, Dronian Dronian did. Actually... I can assure you Dronian did like zero research on this shit. Um, and that's really prevalent in this. And he's not <laughs> actually a cop. He's freelance. Yeah. Or whatever. That's what it kind of seems like. Like as we yeah, he's got it. Yeah, he's got to be like more of a freelancer. Yeah, he's got to be like he's got to be like monk, right? Like he's he's a he's a private investigator who works with the police, but he uses the words police detective. Yeah. So like I just don't like is he like a police? Like, he seems more like a police advisor. Or like, yeah, something? that's the only thing I can think of is that, that he's, lines, is that he's but... is that he's yeah one of those he's an he's a, an external informant basically. He's a consultant for yeah. the local law enforcement uh, precinct. Uh, so any- I figured he was. Oh yeah. So um, any- yeah. <laughs> so let's see. Oh yeah. So uh, anyway, while I was looking up Happy Happy on YouTube today, I found a video called Kevin Christensen interview audio only. So I watched it. Here's a transcript. Are you Kevin Christensen? Yes. Are you the one that worked on Happy Happy's clay model? Yes. How did you get the job for Happy Happy? I just graduated from an art college in late 1998. I heard about Nickelodeon Studios, who were making cartoons, so I sent a resume, and a few weeks later, I got the job, and I was happy until the shit hit the fan. What made you make? What happened on the day you made the Happy Happy model? Okay, so basically, we had to make a cute-looking puppet for the show, so we started with a rusty stick that was lying around on the floor of the studio, made an apple out of clay, and stuck it on the stick, added baby blue eyes as well as pupils so it looked cuter and less frightening for children, huge green lips and clay arms, and then we added a stem and a leaf. We thought it was perfect for the show. Who voiced- Okay, I think Dorian, who's writing, the, who's writing this blog doesn't realize what Nickelodeon is or was. <laughs> I wonder, like, but he like he mentions a lot of shows and keeps keeps obsessing I over know, specific but... channel titles. Yeah, like I like did he really think that Nickelodeon was like a small-time like film studio? Also, like, uh, just, just for just for shits yeah. and grins, I looked it up and Nickelodeon has no uh has no offices in um Friggin' uh, 
in Washington in general. Yeah. Or well, he goes to Colorado, doesn't he? Or some so he goes to some place like across the like over like over the. Uh, he goes to another like, place he goes across the. He goes to another to go place. Yeah, it, he goes so. to another place where they don't have a studio. Yeah, he just keeps doing that, and there's a studio there. Uh, so let's see. And it's burnt down, or it's get, it gets burnt down eventually. Let's see. Uh, who voiced Happy Happy? I don't remember his name, but I remember where he was from. He was. It was a show called Fright House Screamers, where four teenagers would spend the night in haunted places. What happened to Fright House Screamers? When they were filming the fourth episode, one of the teenagers was found dead at the place they were doing. Besides, the show sucked ass. Was the voice yep. of Happy Happy the teenager who got killed? I'm pretty sure not. Back to Happy Happy. Why aren't there any surviving copies of Happy Happy? That's a good point. You see, when Nickelodeon owns the tapes somewhere, but they're not going to release them for a long, long time. There have been bootlegs, of course, but none show episodes after 11, which is weird. How many episodes of Happy Happy were there going to be? Two full 26-episode seasons. They only showed 8 or 10 of the first season before the show was canceled. However, my friend Jim says there's actually two seasons, but he was very drunk when he said that. Besides, I don't trust him at all. Do you know any of the other crew that worked on Happy Happy? I know only Jim. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, wait. So, this guy worked on the show. Like, was everybody just like, like, did he just like keep to himself and didn't like bother with anybody? Or like, did he just could not like mentally see anything? I only know Jim. There is, there is no, no, no studio. Only Jim. Dave's not here, man. Only Jim. Oh my god. Um. So yeah. Uh, God. Uh, So fucking. And let me guess. He knows who Jim is. Uh. Yes. Much later. He doesn't say it here, but yes, he he does say who Jim is much later. Also, we'll later learn that Happy Happy has has like a total has a uh, total crew of like eight people. (laughs) <laughs> yeah yeah right um, like in cast and crew or yeah 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 cast and crew uh so let's see um so june 6th uh jersey starts having nightmares of uh happy happy doing his death smile and murdering children out of sight uh i have become paranoid of apples <laughs> um not other fruit though <laughs> <Where> i will <laughs> where i will eat them as quickly as possible to get rid of them <laughs> yes Oh, I fucking remember that. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, and then uh, we start seeing the antagonist show up more. Uh, I've seen the mysterious figure more. He's got an expression that is locked into Happy Happy's death smile. He stands taller than six foot one. He Maybe he's Happy Happy. <laughs> um, <laughs> if he Sorry. keeps showing up, I'm going to board up my house. I'm not sure what his problem is. If he doesn't stop, I am going to call the cops the next time I see him. The cops that I am part of. Fucking all right. So I'm just gonna read the <laughs> June. A, I'm just gonna read the, the June 11th of- entry next because it's fucking okay. okay. Great. Just fucking great. How the hell do I put this in short? Right now, I'm at the library, which could very be the only place in Aberdeen that has a free-to-use computer. It's been a full five days since I last encountered the figure, and that bastard has some sort of problem because he burnt my house down. Oh yeah, he burned the entire thing down for no reason whatsoever. I did manage to save some things from my house, like the laptop and the Happy Happy badge and the letter. Even then, I feel like I've released some sort of bullshit curse, or I've been, yeah, I've released some sort of bullshit curse from watching episodes of Happy Happy, and the library is my only 
only hope spot. Thanks to that figure, I'm not even going to research this show anymore. After I destroy the badge and the letter, I'm going to close down this blog. Or better yet, I should kill that fucker for what he did. I don't give a damn if I break the law and get sent to jail. Whoever whoever the figure is has to pay for what he's done to me. (laughs) However, I'm not sure if the figure burned down my house. I didn't see the figure near my house, so it could have just been a chimney or electrical fire. You know what? Forget what I said about closing down the blog and killing the figure. I'm going to treat the fire like it was natural and keep researching the show. Don't expect me to act nicely in the following months, though. What? <laughs> like, oh my god. I'm going to quit and this I'm block and get on revenge. Dead. Actually, maybe it was an accident. Fuck that. That's just a whole lot of nothing. That's just like, the writer's just like, oh man, like I'm, to- I'm done for this. But wait, actually, i got to keep writing this blog. Uh, second thought, uh... No, and it's not even that he edited it. He just fucking kept writing. No, yeah, exactly. He just just, uh... he just kept writing. He just fucking writing stream of consciousness. (laughs) Oh god. Okay. I mean, I guess it's a commentary on like some blogs. Heyo. But at the same time, no. No, it's not. That it's smart. not. It's too. It's yeah. It's not that smart. At it's all. no. Yeah. <laughs> all right. So June twenty eighth, two thousand eleven. Now, I this is one of the entries that I had read on the on uh, the creepypasta wiki, and I I remember the divergence here. So he moves into a he moves into a trailer park. Um, he mentions that, oh yeah, this is where we get, he mentions Jim Forrester is probably the Jim that Christensen mentioned in the interview. Um, so I'm going to say, in the true vision, he says he moves into a mobile home to, or in the trailer park to get away, or like, get up. Yeah. In the original one, he says, I bought a new house that's fireproof. <laughs> I like how you remembered exactly what the... What he did. Cause I remember it because it was fucking fireproof bit. <laughs> Like I, I don't again. Like this is one of those things where I think somebody told him was like that. Like, that sounded so unrealistic. It's like all right. Well, he bought a place at a trailer home. That's a little bit more affordable. Yeah, and I just yeah. Like nowhere oh in this. Let's see. I'm not the richest man in the neighborhood. This will have to do until I have money to buy a proper house. Um, I gotta do some more sol- crime solving to make some money. So let's see. So he talks to Jim Forrester, and Jim Forrester just fucking like Jim. He he calls Jim Forrester. Jim Forrester's like, oh yeah, I have a. Uh, he actually remembered Happy Happiness, the one they mentioned in Kevin's interview. Um, turns out he has a bunch of episodes I didn't have on the DVD. Uh, turns out the most violent episodes were at the end of the season. So he just knows Jim Forrester, knows a bunch of people related to this, and Jim Forrester just has all of the episodes. Um, yep. So he sends, he, he sends a disc with clips of the show. He just sends a disc with clips of the show. He just does this. Yep. Well, the blog's gotta keep going. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, Jim sent me a disc with fragments of the happy episode episodes. Here are the here are the contents of the disc. So we get into a a rundown of uh, clips from the show. So uh, there's a yeah. clip from an episode where Happy Happy teaches a kid that uh, that is having a hard time doing math homework, and so he sings a song that's full of like random arithmetic. Um, let's see. Uh, clip two is uh, full of random violent, uh, mo- violent clips from multiple episodes. Kids are kids are missing their families and start crying very loudly. Happy, happy, and the other kids show up and calm them down. Then he walks into an abandoned office building. He has a quote unquote greedy look on his face. He walks out later carrying money bags, and the kids are crying for help again. Clip three, Happy Happy gives a kid a bandage and then injects him with a green fluid that knocks him out, drags him inside the van, and the sound of a chainsaw can be heard. 
DVD ends. Oh my god. Uh, why did Jim have this? <laughs> I don't know. Like, uh, also, why is he not number one suspect of, like... Uh, Happy I just, Apple murder? Yeah. Oh, god damn it. Oh, do we get, like, what the killer, what the the weird figure's name is? Yes, yet, we do! nicknamed him? Do you want to know more about yes. the encounter with that figure? First, it turns out he was at the library, so I got out of there. However, about Kleiner, though, his I thought Harold was actually someone who looked like him. I gave him a nickname. It's Forensic, which is better than calling him The Figure. I didn't come up with the name, though. I found a scrap of paper on my desk that said Forensic. Um, Bullshit. In okay. my version, he came up with the name himself, and he spelt it incorrectly because poor literacy is cool. Thank you, Lakara. Uh, yes, he's, yes. Forensic's name is spelled is spelled uh, F O R E N Z I K. Yep. And uh, oh yeah, yeah. And I just, yeah. He oh. uh, seemed to have fingers with claws. I don't mean he had retractable claws. I mean his fingers looked like they were very sharp. I also got a look at how he ran. He's hunchbacked. He's about six foot nine. Um, I don't have a picture of him yet. So at this point, forensic is like a weird monster. Yeah, he's a creepypasta entity, like he, in himself. He's like, he's a he's well, he's a giant he's a giant that. hunchbacked yeah. skinny figure with long fingers that turn into claws. Like, yep, the claws, the claws, the claws. <laughs> All right. Um. So let's see. He's a slender man parallel. Yeah. Oh, I think maybe like kind of. Uh, yeah, a little bit. He's he's a cross between slender man and rake. Trying to be the boogeyman. He's the slender. Yeah. He's the he's a boogeyman figure. He's the slender rake. Sorry. Um. So let's see. Oh God. So. Uh, July 14th, Jim Forrester comes to us with more plot information. Tristan Yeh, who played Happy Happy, who has, I think has a different name in the original one, but he's called Tristan Yeh in this. He was killed by some slashes across his chest, one of which opened his heart. It was three slashes. Uh, Even though the police... Just like the CD. (laughs) Even though uh, the police marked it as a murder by a bladed weapon, I think Forensic killed Tristan. Um... Jim said it looked like sharp claws because it slashed through the rib cage, and then he says, "I need to look into Fryhouse Screamers." Um, yeah, and we'll we'll go, we'll touch on on that after. There's a yeah, happy after. yes, it's it's not that long. It's really also, not I that long. I have some beef with that fucking thing. <laughs> Because holy shit! All right, All right. so sorry. Continue. Right. Uh, yeah. So July fifteenth, uh, Jim gets another DVD full of happy happy episodes. Um, one of them is the green fluids needle one, and the part of part of the happy happy movie. The disc is really dirty. Uh, so July seventeenth, we get a breakdown of everything. Um, happy happy does the stabs a kid with the with the fluid needle, and then it goes to a plane crash, and that's where we get to the kids crying about their family and the money bags thing. Cuts to a playground. Uh, let's see. Uh, it cuts to a playground and went along like normal. Until, uh, oh yeah, here you go. He's playing on the playground with some kids. It went along like normal until his skin peeled off, revealing a rotten apple core. It looked like a orange peeler was being used on him. The skin landed on a boy's head, covering his face like a blanket. Uh, the kid had no reaction to Happy Happy's skin being peeled like it never happened. After a minute of, uh, ha- of happy skin on the kid's head, the episode ends. So... Uh, happy. I, what the? I don't know what the fuck. The, I don't. I can't. I can't visualize this scene with the clay puppet. Happy Happy is like. Yeah. I can't imagine Happy Happy being anything other than like a than like a fucking like four foot tall apple costume. Yeah, exactly. What is an orange peeler? 
Uh, oh, you haven't seen uh, oh. it's a it, it, it's a real thing. Um, you, oh, okay. It's got a, it's got a little it's got a little thing on the end, and you, it digs into the orange, and you cut into it, and you can go all the way around the orange and just pull the peel off nice and easy. It's uh, it's not a oh, common okay. thing because I thought that was called your thumb. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you can do you can true. you can do it with your thumb. An orange peeler is just a lot easier and doesn't end up with your thumb smelling like oranges all day. Um, it's, That's true. Yeah. It's not a very common thing because yeah, your thumb is a lot cheaper. Because you have it. Yeah. Also, $8 for a fucking... Are you fucking serious? <laughs> yes, I did look it up. <laughs> and, the, the like, shopping on Google, a, a Chazen Seal peel is eight ninety nine from Bed Bath & Beyond. <laughs> Thanks, Bed Bath. <laughs> oh, man. Maybe it came All from right. the Beyond section. Yeah, exactly. All right, so then we go to... Um, there's the math song, the second episode... Uh, Matt song happens. A kid gets uh, burned by a Bunsen burner, and Happy Happy, uh, let's see, Happy Happy delivers a moral. Um, let me think. Oh yeah, uh, never play with a Bunsen burner without adult supervision. If you don't, you might get hurt like Eddie here. And then he puts an ice pack on Eddie's burn, and Eddie is happy. And then. A bully tells a kid his art project is stupid and happy, then talks to the kid and tells him never to give up on his dreams. Uh, so then we have a clip from the hap- we have a clip from part of the Happy Happy movie. Happy is driving down the road and a kid throws a rock and his car swerves and crashes into a ditch. A real car is used, the car catches on fire. Uh, the kids run to the car and the soundtrack changed changes to a reversed version of the uh, fucking um John Lennon song Revolution Number Nine. Um, while Happy Happy screams for help, so like this has become like this weird Dadaist like art project. Um, <laughs> oh hey, hey, Doctor Leviathan, it's another one that describes a uh, a song. <laughs> but I'll say that this one. Sorry, <laughs> I'll say this one gives the title of a song, so at least you have something to fucking go off of. Yeah. Um, and then a kid. I mean, ben te- ben- Sorry. Sorry. Uh, so, ben Drown did do that, technically. <laughs> yeah, it said, yeah, it said the, this, this song played in reverse and that kind of stuff, yeah. So let's see. Uh, kids run to the burning car and they start trying to pull him out, saying to grab his hat. And this is an important point for some reason. Um, and then Happy is, uh, Happy is a, uh, they point to his stem that is covered in bloody teeth, which proceeds to scream like, uh, what is it? Uh, proceeds to scream like Mike Shank in in American movie. Uh, what? I don't know. I have not seen that movie. <laughs> I don't. I don't know that scene. I neither have I. I've never... I meant to. I meant to look that up before we did this. I can't remember. But the uh, so let's see. Happy Happy's body is. Uh, he's uh, so Happy Happy is burnt and scarred and bleeding, uh, and his eye is ho- is hanging out of his socket. And then Happy collapses and dies while screaming to weird sci-fi noises. So there's a funeral. Cut to ten years later, a girl's talking with her mother. Dad comes home, kills the mom with a knife, tears off his skin, and it's Happy Happy from the car crash who kills the daughter! Oh my god! Oh my god! Movie ends with Happy Happy standing over the dead family and smiling. Uh, A lot of weird music happening. And then there's, uh, what is it? Um... Oh yeah, there's yeah, yeah com- 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 combination of <laughs> Revolution Number Nine and Napoleon fourteen. Uh, Napoleon's fourteen. They're coming to take me away, 
And then a narrator says, his stomach was in two today. There were two, and there is none now. He's there, he's getting next to his sister with all he knows. And finally, he ceased to work in the underworld. And guess what the narrator was talking over? He was talking over Happy Happy, a bloody scalpel in one hand, exacto knife in the other. They panned down to the skies. Happy Happy was under like a magic trick episode and stopped at the hand of the skin, which had cut marks on it. The episode ended. So... Uh, this is the first of many I'm times... I'm not gonna lie, I don't know... I, I couldn't visualize anything you just meant, you just said. Again, the, the, like, this, it, it's, it's mentioned... It's it's mentioned that Happy Happy's a fucking clay apple, but, like, yeah, I don't know how this was supposed to... Like, it's a fucking clay apple on a stick that is... And yet, like, sometimes it's, like, it's he has a trench coat on. And, like, yeah, he's, he's got he's got a trench he's got a trench coat on. He wears a, he is it's like the it's it's like fucking uh, Looney Tunes where like it's he's yeah. wearing this giant costume that he rips off. <laughs> and I just yeah, I don't know. This is, like audience, if you're as confused as we are about this rundown, join the club because. <laughs> This whole story is kind of like that. Re- re- listening to us run- doing the rundown is like reading cra- uh, Happy Appy. I almost said Crappy Appy. <laughs> oh man, sick burn. Uh, oh, anyways. Right. Uh, yeah, so. Yeah, so, yeah, it's. Uh, I, I, I don't know. Um, July 23rd. Yeah. Uh, someone sends the narrator the first part of the Happy Abby movie. So there's fans of the blog that are now sending him things that as he needs them. Um, oh god! Or maybe it's forensic. <gasps> oh man, maybe it is. So oh, surprises, <laughs> surprises. I All right. Call myself a fan. <laughs> All right. So uh, someone's yeah. So someone sends him the someone sends him the thing. Um. I asked them to yeah. I asked them to email it to me. Uh, first half is the carnival. It starts with the carnival theme, and then uh, Happy's on a hospital bed, dying of some disease, and this there's a whole weird claymation surgery scene that goes on oh. for hours. Um, and Happy Happy is, again, Napoleon 14's They're Coming to Take Me Away is playing in the background. So I like to think about this as like a weird montage scene, like over a time lapse, but it says yeah. it goes on for yeah, an I hour. Um, yeah. I can't imagine him doing this, like saying like, oh, well, like this went on for hours. No, literally, the DVD was like hours long. Yeah. And then Happy Happy says something about friendship and hugs the kids. And then there's a title card of three months later, which goes to Happy Happy dying in the car crash. Uh, yeah, so, um, yeah. <laughs> let's see, uh, so 724, uh, July 24th, happy, happy, another a VHS tape is sent in from a follower in Seattle, it's called Happy the Hospital Doctor, Happy's running through a hospital while Amazing Grace plays, um, let's see, uh, um, yeah, so... Oh yeah, and it's the tape. Okay, uh, a point of view shot of him running through the co- running through the hospital while a choir sings "Amazing Grace." I knew what "Amazing Grace" was about because of a choir experience. I was related to anything. I was w- prepared for anything related to death. He's dancing. He's on his metal stick doing his death smile quote for a long time. Um, 
I thought it was a point of view shot. <laughs> Whose point of view if it's not Happy Happies? <laughs> yeah. I, I, yeah. I, yeah. Like, I, I don't even. I don't even. <laughs> I can't. I just can't. I don't understand what the show is. I, I kind of. I'm kind of thinking like like I've tried to visualize that, and the best I can come up with in my head is. Like, a camera view of his face as he's running down hallways, like a GoPro kind of thing. Yeah, or one of those, yeah, or some... Or, like, a selfie stick. Or, yeah, or a, or a, or a fucking... Happy or... Happy was filmed before uh, selfie selfie sticks. Oh, my God, he tells the future. Oh, my God. Oh Fuck. Happy Happy was made in the future, which was sent to the back of the past that became our present. Um... And then uh, Amazing Grace ends in an ambience that plays louder and louder as the camera zooms in on him doing his quote-unquote death smile. Uh, Happy Happy goes to uh, pushing uh, to a nurse pushing some body bags on stretchers and asks if he can help. And uh, let's see. Oh, yeah. Hello, Mrs. Nurse. Can I help these people? The nurse says, Happy, they're dead. They won't come back. And then he turns around and does another death smile and says something that is more disturbing than the natural scene and the staring scenes. Remember, kids, you will all die someday, and I won't be there to help you. Um, and the narrator oh, no. takes the narrator takes points to <laughs> tell cool us <laughs> again, tells us where to tell us how disturbed he was by this. Um, let's see. So. Uh, July 28th, Jim told me that there was a fire had ravaged the studio that filmed Happy Happy. Um, uh, okay, yeah, so this is where he's talking about. Uh, he's driving on the I-5, which is where, uh, putting together with Seattle and Aberdeen, I figured out that this is uh, in Washington State. Um, he drives 20 hours um, to yeah. <clears throat> reach the studio, which was totally abandoned. Um, let's see. And then there were, uh, then it's, this can, this proceeds like an adventure game. You enter a lobby. There are, there is heavily damaged by fire. You find two rooms that are seemingly undamaged. Uh, check room A. The storage door room is locked. Uh, go south. Check room B. It is, you enter, you find yourself on the soundstage, the size of a football field. It contains only a burned camera and cloth with bloodstains on it. You can hear male laughter in the set. Um, and let's see, then he, uh, pushed, pushed, uh, burnt desk in front of door. The door is barricaded. Uh, go to, go to storage room. Break lock. The lock is easily broken. Store, you find a storage room. It contains some props, some film reels, and a safe that has been melted to the floor. Um, which, the, the he melted the <laughs> safe, but not the tape? Yep, yep. The, there's, there's a scrap of cloth in the other room. But a safe is melted to the floor in this one? <laughs> yep. This room is undamaged I, like, by fire, I by the just... way. Wait. <laughs> so, wait. This entire blog was written by someone who doesn't understand how fire works? <sighs> awesome! Basically. We are in competent hands, folks. Yes. So let's see, goes to the storage room again, the soundstage has been lit on fire, quote, by some vandal. So the narrator decides to head out after checking for more artifacts, which the storage room didn't have. And then the, the, then, uh, Jerasim says, why is Forensic so determined to kill me that he would set fire to an entire TV studio? And it's like, no, because if he's capable of killing you, he'd kill you with the fucking claws he has, you fucking clod. 
<laughs> and why did he set fire to a film studio that you weren't even in? And then he said fire to it again, and he said fire to the room you're not in. Yeah. It's like... Uh, I also burned down your house again, fucker. <laughs> Little man loves Jesus fire. Christ. All right, so let's see. Yep. So uh, August eleven, August first, he gets to breaking the lock on the safe. Um, wait. So wait. Hang on. Did he get like he actually did grab the melted? He grabbed the melted safe that was melted to the floor. Yes, I'm guessing it's like a fire. But it wasn't stuck I, to the. All floor? I can all I can guess is that it's a fire safe. Like it's not a big that's one. The, that's what I. Uh, that's kind of what I visualize because like, I can't visualize an Acme metal. Safe. That was that was my initial fucking like safe. Also, apparently depiction. this safe has a padlock oh, on I've it or something. I've been picturing it in puddle form on the <laughs> yeah, floor. Yeah, that's what I was envisioning too. Like <laughs> half half puddle on the floor, just metal. Oh no, completely puddle. Oh okay. It's even better that way. Okay. Yeah, it's more ridiculous, which really helps me get through it. Yes. Yeah. So he opens the giant. He opens the melted puddle of the safe. The contents were one thing, and that was Happy Happy's puppet doing the death smile. Even though I don't really want to own him, I'll keep the puppet in case it gives me more to find out about the show's history. The tapes weren't anything special. They were just Happy Happy's episodes in a, in a higher quality than the DVD. Uh, so, let's, so the master tapes. Yeah, basically. <laughs> Except they're on, like... Well, I, 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 don't actually know, I don't actually know how masters are set up for TV shows, so I'm not going to say anything about that. Um... So let's see. Uh, August second, he owns. He he takes a look at the puppet. The arm is broken off. One of the eyes is replaced, and the leaf is broken. The back includes a smudged property of Nickelodeon Studios and owned by. And the that part's too smudged out. Um, the tapes obtained to see you know stuff from the DVDs, but no post production. They had to film the back of Happy Happy. <laughs> Now they've got this big ugly stick. Oh, I'm sorry. Apparently they apparently they uh, never did. Happy Happy just always faced the camera. He's like fucking Mickey Mouse's ears. Oh god. Um <laughs> That's fucking terrifying. They had him on a they had him on a gyro mount that followed the camera at all times. Um Jesus. So let's see. So uh also the tapes which he somehow played, um, they have no post production and all of the future predictions are missing. Which is the first time these are mentioned in like ten entries. Um, let's see. Uh, August 4th. Uh, I was getting the mail at night. I found Forensic looking at me from the garage. This time, however, I finally took a picture of him, and it's incredibly blurry, and, like, Forensic looks like a fucking, like, gray alien. Um. Yeah, I, I, yeah, it looks like the, don't be afraid, Mr. Burns. <laughs> yeah. oh, that's <laughs> fucking nuts. I bring you love! It brings love! Kill it! Break its legs! No, we give us... Um, Break his leg so we can't get away. Is that love between a man and a woman, or love between, between a, man a man and a fine Cuban cigar? Um, uh, um, I bring you love. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh my God. All right. Uh, uh, let's see. Means. Unlike regular times, where forensic has uh, has Happy's death smile on his mask, so we learned that he wears a mask. He had a frown on his mask. I wondered why he wore a frowning mask this time until I smashed and burned the Happy Happy puppet because I think it's powering forensic. I could be wrong, though, which is probably true. I kept the tapes as they're good enough to keep. <laughs> I'm sorry, I take a drink for that. Oh my god. I, I just love, like, his con- like his his own condescending, contradicting 
like f- uh, thought form like process of writing. It's am just I a it's fucking magical. moron. Yes, I am. <laughs> like it's just. Are you okay over there, Matt? I'm good. Th- this I'm great. In- complete encounter was missing from my version. Thank fuck. <laughs> Also, I think it was. I don't know. Um, I think this might have been where I started glossing over the encounters and the episodes. Oh yeah, no, I, uh, I had to take the only way I was able to pay attention to this is by like just taking notes, like just summarizing this shit, like I was fucking reading a college textbook. Um. Uh, yeah. Oh yeah. Kind of what it felt like. So let's see. So August fifteenth, um, the happy happy puppet comes back, even though it was destroyed and burned. So it. Uh, so this is like the only super real, true supernatural thing we encounter in this entire in the, revi- the true version of this. Yes, and also or the true vision. This yeah. plot is immediately dropped. <laughs> um, yep. Let's see. So uh, it's a repeat of. So he has nightmares. He gets a repeat of the nine eleven episode of Happy Happy, except it's Freedom Tower that's hit, which actually wasn't finished being constructed yet. But uh, description of bystanders and stuff. The narrator. Uh, he's scared. Um, he sees an apple. Let's see. He's he's. Uh, oh yeah, there we go. Um, I see the Freedom Tower being hit by a large airliner. They're running and praying to God. I remember uh, right next to me was an apple tree, which oddly had not been knocked over by debris on the pavement. There was an apple that had presumably been broken off the tree. I almost uh, took a bite out of it. However, I noticed Forensic was watching me from a bush. As I bit the apple, it grew a mouth and began screaming. I threw the apple to the pavement, which injured it more. As soon as it hit the ground, Forensic disappeared from the bush. Uh, As the scream from the apple grew louder, fires from Freedom Tower kept flaming on until the thing collapsed. Um, So, yeah. Uh, it seems like Happy Happy and Forensic are the only things I can think about anymore. Thanks to them, I'm going insane. Uh, I can't... Oh, there we go. I can't see fruits without thinking about Happy Happy in any way. Thankfully, though, I don't think about Happy Happy when I see a vegetable. Unless it's an episode involving a vegetable clay puppets. Uh... Man, it's a good thing Ve- uh, Happy Happy never in- uh, never crossed over with VeggieTales. <laughs> oh, man. Man, I wish I fucking fucked. wish I fucking wish Happy Happy was a was a Veggie Tales lost episode. That would that would have oh my god that would have made it so, so much. Sense. Yeah, it would have fucking. I'm made... adding that to the, I'm adding that to my uh, what would have made this better list. If it was a tied if it was tied to some existing IP, um, that that made a fucking lick of sense. Let's see. Uh, secondly, I fear tall and skinny people a lot more than I used to. <laughs> Um, mainly because of Forensic and how he's very tall and skinny. When I see a playground... Wait, I, more so... Sorry. More so than he than he already did? I guess. <laughs> Is that what you said? Yes. I fear, I fear tall and skinny people more than I used to. Mainly because of Forensic and how he's very tall and skinny. And when I see a playground... I can understand I imagine that. Happy Happy in that dark, plant-filled, abandoned corner of the playground, doing the death smile and looking like he's ready to murder every child. I regret f- researching this show. I've learned more about Fright House Screamers, but as it's not, re- but it's not related to Happy Happy as I thought it would be. Uh, I'm going to call bullshit on that, but we'll get back to that later. <laughs> 
Oh man! And then uh, I went to look for happy August August sixteenth. I went to look for Happy Happy on the TV, even though it sounds idiotic to look for a show on a channel that it's been banned from. It's worth a shot. I woke up to Nick Jr. and watched shows for Happy Happy. It all went well, playing Dora the Explorer and Yo Gabba Gabba. And when a bumper aired, a woman's voice said, "And now we have something very special to show you. Please welcome for the first time in a decade, Happy Happy." I was excited and thought it was going to be a new episode, but it was the school episode. Um, I was still elated from okay. seeing an ha- episode of Happy Happy on air. I had a major question. Why did the episode air? Did a new employee mistakenly air the episode without knowing the history of Happy Happy? Or did someone deliberately air them? And if someone did air them deliberately, why did they? Was it Retro Day at Nick Jr.? And they allowed a showing of Happy Happy just once? Or did someone uh, find out about my research blog and to help they aired an episode that I already fucking talked about? And I, that, I, I, they couldn't have known I was gonna watch. Yeah. Also, I kind of like to think that, like, when he found out that it was on, he was just like, "Yeah!" Just like clapping and just like, like cross-legged in front of the TV. Kill this fucking cereal. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> With cereal and like a juice box in hand. Apple juice, of course. Yeah. It's so. I. Again, like, this I just, again. It's like I, he just needs something to happen, and it does. Yeah. Like again, it's it's another clue or another thing that's tied to Happy Happy that's just handed to him on a silver platter when the plot needs it. <laughs> oh yeah, and, and then he makes it. End. Oh, sorry. <laughs> oh, he just said, "I need this to end." <laughs> so let's see. So, um, and then he makes another. He makes another uh, post where he makes an episode list and makes a promise to make to post an update every day. So this was made on August sixteenth. So our next episode, our next entry is on August eighteenth. So he has already broken that promise. Uh, he finds a video on YouTube uh, of a breakdancing Happy Happy that was an ad for Happy Happy. Uh, let me find that. Let me find the ending of it because it's. Was it really an ad though? After was that, it, it really? said, "Watch Happy Happy every Monday at eight a.m." and it ended. I know it isn't an episode, but it's a cute thing I saw. What the fuck? Like. Okay, like, he's trying... He is trying to make a creepypasta or, like, a freaky vlog, right? And then he just throws in these, like, random, like, oh, this is kind of cute. Let's put this in. Like, the fuck? This is one of the other few entries I read from the from the original, and this is pretty much unedited. <laughs> um, oh, my God. Let's see. Uh, oh, yeah, um... Forensic apparently broke into his blog and wrote a draft post uh, specifically to him. Uh, he's, I don't know how he got in here. I'm guessing he used a keylogger, but anything's possible. Uh, Hello there, good my good friends. How are you feeling today? Good, because Jerasim is not here today. Instead, you'll be getting a post from his favorite friend, Forensic F. Forensic. Life's, so life's pretty good where I'm standing. I've killed a lot of people now. This year alone, I killed Kevin Christensen and Chris, Christian Yeh. That's amazing, isn't it? Well, just you wait. Once I'm done with Jim Forrester, I'll kill Jerasim. And it ain't gonna be pretty. What will I use to kill him? Will it be a good old knife to the head? Or maybe I'll pick a slow, painful torture. I might not mentally scar him, but it is in the question. <laughs> Oh, the possibilities are endless. But now the question I answer, what will I do with Jerasim's body? Will I... And then it cuts off mid-sentence. Um, and I like the... It ends here. Do I need to leave off? Did his internet break down? Did... <laughs> <laughs> He's being threatened with murder, and that's the first thing that comes to mind, is how, why, why did it leave off there? 
I fucking he had to leave. <laughs> I don't know. So anyway, this is where we fucking find out that it, the narrator's name is Jerasim, which is found as a yeah. Russian name. Uh, I can't remember. How long are we into this po- into this blog? We're now? like we're like forty <laughs> percent right of the way through. Holy shit! That's it. <laughs> It's going to be okay there, Doctor. We are going to get through okay. this faster than the actu- than actually reading the story will take. I guarantee you. That is true. Uh, so let's see. Um, August 24th. There's another YouTube channel that uploaded another interview. Uh, this time with Jim Forrester. Uh, he worked on... I, I don't know why he mentions Jim Forrester worked on scripts for Happy Happy. Like, we've already been introduced to Jim Forrester. <laughs> Yeah, we know who Jim. Well, that's another thing with this is that like he goes back and forth. Like he he tra- he backtracks a lot in this fucking story. Yeah, like and I'm guessing this is like he. This, I guess this yeah. is an artifact of the True Vision, which these interview segments were part of another blog originally, and I guess he just didn't edit them. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. So let's see, interviewer. Uh, were you one of the scriptwriters for Happy Happy? Unfortunately, yes. Do you know what happened to Happy Happy? Well, we actually managed to pull off a thing in the a, a third of the first season just fine, with no complaints whatsoever. We were all be, ready to begin the other two-thirds when we were canceled. Why was the show canceled? An accident happened. Wait, what? An accident happened? What kind of accident could have caused the show's cancellation? During a break, we were ch- trying to get some employee... Uh, during the break we did to get employees some resting time, we made a joke episode for fun. In the episode, we had two smoldering towers which were on fire. You know, looking at it now, it reminds me way too much of 9-11. The episode aired. Uh, the episode was aired because someone managed to sneak a tape and broadcast it on Noggin, and poof, the show was canceled. Good riddance. You know who broadcasted it is? Uh, no. The only person I think could broadcast it is. Ah, uh, I forgot. It's been ten years. You know. Uh, I can understand, Jim. Anyway, here's the last question: Who is the director of the show? Uh, I don't know who the director was as well, but I can tell you one thing: He's most likely dead. All right. Thanks, Jim. I don't know. <laughs> Good work there. I don't know what the point Good of this post buddy. was. Like the narrator talks yeah, to fucking like, Jim Forrester. He could have just asked him. Yeah, I don't. I don't like. Again, this is another thing. Like I actually like dig these interviews if they were done separately from ha- the story. Like they could have been interesting little artifacts for a better creepypasta. Or for a better story. A lot of this this story contains a lot of elements yeah. that would have been uh, a little like microscopic nuggets that could have been used better elsewhere. Also, I just emptied my but, second bottle of Strongbow. That's okay. I'm almost done my for my second uh, tall can. So nice. Uh, so let's see. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So August twenty eighth. Um, we, uh, let's see, fucking August 20, uh, or no, August 27th, sorry, uh, narrator finds a torrent of an, ep- of an episode called Mean Miranda slash Happy's Van Breaks, uh, which I guess is, well, two episodes. Um, Mean Miranda, there's a girl named Miranda that bullies kids, and Happy tells the kids how to deal with bullies, eventually gets tired of Miranda's shit and tries to run her over with her van, with his van, but the credits cut before the van hits her. Uh, Happy's van breaks. Happy's giving a bandage to a kid when the van starts spewing smoke. He steals a toolbox and starts working on the van. And the kid kicks a soccer ball at Happy and he beats him to death with a wrench. Happy fixes the van and the mechanic gets angry and breaks the engine. And so Happy uh, chases the mechanic from point of view and stabs him to death with a screwdriver. Yeah, so this suddenly goes from being, like, blues cluesy slash, um... 
the 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 the, the puppet on the on the streets kind of thing to a like like a like a Halloween esque like point of view shot of like from the first like the first like couple of scenes of of, of Halloween where he's just chasing down yeah the, uh, a victim although like this a murder, does like a, a slasher that does fit into the theme that we'll discover discuss later of how this story just blatantly like rips off scenes from other more popular things from better stuff yeah like this entire fucking blog um okay so let's yeah. see uh august 28th uh he gets a pro- film a projector to watch the film reels which i do how the fuck did he yeah um so he watches them again <laughs> Uh, so there's some differences, um, in the healing scene, uh, the, the apple is replaced with a tomato. I I don't know. (laughs) Um, there's another song in Happy Goes to School, and the, the, some of the things are shorter. Uh, and then, again, guess who I saw today? It was forensic, as usual. Unlike most times, I got a good look at his face. To put it shortly, he might be a human. Might be. Okay. Uh, yeah, I don't fucking know. Um, Jesus Christ. <laughs> let's yeah. see. Uh, so he finds a making of Happy Appy segment on a torrent. This is uh, September 2nd now. Happy Appy, um, there's nothing mentioned uh, about the making of in this making of segment. Uh, let me see. Uh, yeah, it was about 30 minutes long. It was showed the making of a new episode that was released called Happy Meets the Rue Bears. So... For anybody who isn't, um, for anybody who isn't familiar with actually, with Aphex Twin, I don't know who the Rubears are. So, for anybody who isn't familiar with Aphex Twin, there's a song uh, called uh, "Rhubarb Donkey." Um, the music video of which features these guys in giant teddy bear costumes, but the face is cut out, and there's just this like cardboard mask of like a really weird, like sinister smile. And the music video is just these like weird teddy bear things dancing around in slow motion and like various different settings, and those be- those became known by fans as the Rue Bears. And so this episode is called Happy Happy Meets the Rue Bear, where Happy Happy does a crossover with Aphex Twin. Um, according to a worker, the episode would have been somewhere in season two. Here's where it happens, according to the clip shown, and we're never. Nothing is said to us about how this show's made. Um, Happy Abby's in the playground where he sees a Rue Bear running around. Happy asks who he is. The Rue Bear does not respond. And then Richard, who is the main guy from Aphex Twin, shows up in his long limo from Window Liquor. Um, I can't remember much about the about the Window Liquor song, but the music video for it is 11 minutes long because the first five minutes are like this comedy sketch that follows these two like assholes driving around their car and like hitting on women. Um, and then there's a point where they pull over, they're hitting on this woman, and then this fucking like um, this giant stretched limousine hits their car and pushes them out of frame. And when I say like stretched limousine, it's like do you remember like the 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 bad guy ship from Spaceballs? Like oh, that just goes on for like nine yeah. minutes. Like that's that's yeah. what the fucking window liquor limo is. Like it's just looping of this okay. limo that just goes on for like twenty seconds. Um, oh my! God. Also, another thing for Aphex Twins, if you've ne- if for some reason our fan or whoever's listening to this has never heard of them, uh, Rubber Johnny. Is by the same people, I believe, right? Yep, Rubber Johnny's a, an Aphex Twin thing, and that's the oh. most fucking disturbing video I've ever seen. <laughs> yep. That is the only music so, video that has given me nightmares. I'm not going to lie, that's the only thing I've actually seen of the Aphex Twins. I've never actually seen anything else. Yeah, it's also, so. it's just it's just Aphex Twin. 
sometimes the okay, sometimes sorry, the Apex, Apex Twin. Yeah. Uh, there's also you might know the other song called uh, "Come to Daddy." That's like uh, the main line from it is "I want your soul." Um, but if you oh. don't, then you weren't familiar with the. Uh, and uh, so anyway, they talks about this, and the Ruber goes around helping kids. And uh, to be honest, I don't think Apex Twin in a kids show is as weird as say Jack Black on Sesame Street. That's just me, though. I beg to differ. <laughs> um, like, <laughs> let's see. So there's. Jack, I'm pretty sure Jack Black would be is is tame compared to Apex. Yeah, Twin. no, he's he's <laughs> when you can, he's very child like, friendly. What the fuck is wrong with this guy? I don't know. <laughs> uh, so let's see. Uh, do, 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 do. There's a bunch of things. So it's September 3rd. Uh, there's an incomplete fan restoration of an episode called Camp Ah. It starts with the intro as always, but there's some differences. For instance, Happy Happy didn't end, start with the dance in the intro, but it started it started two new characters, sort of like the CSI intro. <laughs> Wow. So there's uh, uh yeah, there's Happy Happy yeah. himself, a man in a ski mask called Napoleon, and a boy named Danny. Danny will come up a lot in the rest of the story. Um, yep. Whatever happened to Nathan? Wasn't that like, like it sounded like he was going to be like a recurring like who was, kid who was Nathan? And then he, they just kind of dropped. Him. I don't even remember Nathan. It was like Nathan needs help or something like that. Oh yeah, yeah. He this, showed up. Like, yeah, I don't know. The early episodes. Did, he got dropped like all the rest of the plots. He just got. He got slow. He got killed. Yeah, he died. He walked upstairs with a basketball, uh, and then his and his plane was shot down over over the Korean, and the tail spun in. Um, add some new characters. Napoleon is a dude in a ski mask and is hit as very likely forensic. Um, also, the show for season two, the show includes more like puppets of fruit. Um, no kids are really injured or helped or anything, nor is there a moral to the show. Um, and there's like a beach bully that shows up and yeah. Uh, Happy Happy does not have an, an IMDb page. Some people are mistaking it for a show called Happy Apple. I don't know why people would, uh, think it was related to Happy Happy. Happy Apple was the rarely used full title of Happy Happy. When used, I mean rarely used, like in a TV guide preview. But in the Happy Apple, it's from 1980s. How can you confuse a TV show from the 80s with an insurance company uh, with a show with a noggin TV show from the 1990s? That is imagery of 9/11. Don't even get me started on Appaloosa horses. Just don't. Okay. We're not going to. I fucking. I don't. Moving on. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> like, yeah, I, I, I just like I read that and I was like, okay, let's just keep reading this. All right. So, um, there's a September fourth. He starts decoding a sound clip, um, which is pulled from one of the earlier episodes. Um, I just heard static with noises there. I tried reversing it and changing the pitch and doing a bunch of bullshit to it. Um, and then you can hear the sound of happy laughing and then screaming, and then you can hear someone else laughing in the background. Uh, September 5th, uh, Jerasim does some Googling and finds out from someone that Happy Happy, let's see, someone from Happy Happy wants to meet him, so he drives out to meet them, but it turns out it was a cat's paw and Forensic is waiting to kill him. He was checking his watch. He was a human! What the, what the fuck? Um, alright, Forensic is apparently just a super underweight guy wearing a baby mask, waiting for Jerasim to show. There's also a van, similar to the one from Happy Happy, it's again, it's a fucking 96 Aerostar. Um... Let's see, September 6th, 
Uh, I decided to watch the 9-11 episode of Happy Happy because it's almost September 11th. When it played, I heard the sound of... I heard the, the whining noise from the background in the famous scene. and recognized it as a much quieter version of the decoded sound I played two days ago. I don't know why it's in there, but I don't imagine what else could match that audio clip. Um, September 7th... Uh, uh, he's, he has a revelation at the grocery store. He realized what the what the other voice of the clip sounds like. It sounds like forensic, who we've never heard talk. Um, so I don't. I uh, let's see. I don't know why he would fight with an inanimate clay apple. Um, and then he comes back as he comes back from grocery shopping. He uh, he finds out that forensic tried to broke into his house and tried to steal something. Um, the cops saw him leave, and they they headed out after a thin figure, which dropped a gun and something red. The something red was nothing other than the happy apple, the happy happy puppet with some dirt on it. I could have sworn I saw happy happy's mouth moving, but I was so freaked out I wasn't sure if it was moving or not. It occurred to me that this figurine was the one I owned. Forensic must have broken into my house. Before the police came back, I got in my car and went home. Thankfully, I it was unscathed, but one of the windows was opened. Uh, I got in and closed the window and looked for the puppet, which I put in the living room. It was nowhere to be found. Yeah, it was on the fucking street. Um, I'm as, as after I ride this boast and go to bed, I am buying a nice knife as soon as I can. Um, yep. So Jerasim, this is this is the beginning of Jerasim, just like uh, accumulating uh, weapons that are just accumulating weapons, uh, and that are not, never going to really be used at all. Because yeah, because because oh. of convenience. Um, I'm not sure how, let's see, the episode, the, okay, so September 9th, um, let's see, uh, he wonders more about the happy, happy voice clip, and there's some good news about Forensic, uh, to quote the newspaper, a crazed maniac was arrested last night after a robbery from a firearm store, a home break-in, and use of firearms without a permit, linkage to various murders and evading arrest, so, Forensic was arrested and went to jail, um, and apparently... Robbed a firearm store, which is like the stupidest thing you could do. Yeah, I don't know. Um, yeah, I know a good place to rob. Let's go to that place with all the guns. Um, so let's see. <laughs> Clearly, that'll that'll make sense. Uh, so let's see. Uh, tomorrow's gonna be the tenth year since nine eleven. No joy. I'm not gonna post because tomorrow will be September eleventh. So then September eleventh, he posts. Um, Let's see. Yeah, September 11th, he posts. He finds a bunch of files that were left on his computer by Forensic. There's also a bunch, there's a bunch of weird MS Paint drawings that are all super ominous, and one of them is just a picture of Forensic with I'll Find You written around it. And then there's a notepad file that's right. full of... Uh, that's just fucking full of gibberish. Um, yep. Let's see. Yeah, it's just the words. Um, yeah. And, oh yeah, another weird encrypted message that nobody... that never gets decoded. Um... And then there's a sound clip with industrial sounds of someone begging for help before it cuts to static. So Forensic killed somebody. So even though Forensic went to jail, he's uh, still around. Um, so, uh, so let's see. September 12th, which is one of the longest fucking entries in this thing. Uh, it starts with, today is one of the worst days I ever had, but at the same time, it was also one of the best. Oh, fuck. It's this one. It's okay, this awesome. One. So let's see. Jerasim is driving <laughs> home from one. night and spots Forensic trying to break into his house again. So he hits him with his car. Um, and then Forensic leads him on a long chase through the woods to, a, to an abandoned summer camp. 
Um, the John Wilkinson <laughs> Summer Camp. Jerasim gives us an info dump that the camp opened in 1996 and ran until its owner's schizophrenia caused him to kill a bunch of campers with an axe, and then he disappeared into the woods and has never been seen again. Uh, Hold on, hang on one second. Why are we not reading a creepypasta about this summer camp? <laughs> I don't know. Like, and the and the situation that happened before it. I, fucking, I don't know. Like, whole, like I, I read the, like that part because you picked Happy Happy. Touche, Doctor Levin. Yeah. <laughs> this is all your fault. All right, sorry. Continue. So yeah, see. This is all my fault. I'm sorry, everybody. So, in classic horror movie tropes, Jerusalem decides to go into this abandoned summer camp alone in the middle of the night with a with a crazed murderer. Um. He finds there are four cabins labeled A, B, C, and D. Uh, A, he finds that it's deteriorating. It has an axe on the wall. Uh, quote, Obviously, since this, since an axe is a better weapon than a knife, I took it. Then I went to B and axed the door down. It was the same as A minus the axe. C was the same. Uh, D, which I don't know why it wasn't the first one he checked, has a generator connected and the lights are turned on. I was horrified by what I saw. There was... Uh, Kevin Christensen, Tristan Ye, and Miranda all hung up by meat hooks. Um, Forensic sneaks up behind him and asks him, asks him in, quote, an East Coast accent if he likes his trophies. Uh, and then Forensic... Wait, what? <laughs> what? What is an East Coast accent? I fucking don't know. I can't like, tell if he's supposed to be Jersey is or... Is like a Boston accent? Uh, yeah, I can't tell if he's supposed to be Jersey, like from Jersey yeah. or New England. Like, those are the two things I can think of. I think it's a New, I think it's a New Jersey accent, because he says... He talks like, well, since you asked, forensic, forensic, F forensic, will tell you what he did. Like, although it could be a Boston accent, yeah. too. Like, it all depends on the intonation. <laughs> I, I think Boston, maybe, but we honestly... Like, it's just it's it's an irrelevant detail to it's this yeah. thing. So anyway, forensic <laughs> decides to monologue about his plan. He killed Kevin Christensen because Kevin Christensen called him retarded. He killed Tristan Ye because he was the ha- voice of Happy Happy's voice. He was the voice of Happy Happy, and he was also rude. Who told you about Tristan's death? Was it Jim Forrester? Well, I guess you report on the deaths of the Happy Happy cast, and just like fucking. I don't fucking know what 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 is happening. <laughs> and then he killed Miranda because she was mean. Uh, Happy and I killed her after the episode, and yet her body's like oh. in the same condition as everybody else. Uh, so all the yeah. bodies are mutilated in the same way. There's sle- three slash marks around the chest, and the face is chopped off. The faces are pinned up to, uh, yeah, and the faces are pinned up to look like they're laughing. All right, the skin's chopped off their face, and they're given like a fucking Glasgow smile. Um, then forensic pushes Jim to look at the bodies. Jersey asked about the sound file. Oh, that was me just killing Tristan. I don't know why, but I like to record people's cries when I kill them. Uh, then forensic tries to. I'm just sick like that. Forensic tries to kill Jerasim, and Jerasim easily chops off one of his arms with an axe. Then, <laughs> yeah. Then while forensic is down, he runs out, grabs a gas can, and pours it all over the house to burn it down. But forensic grabs the axe and a big bag of weapons and runs into the woods with only one arm. And Jerasim just burns yep. down the cabin anyway. Thanks, thanks. Way to thanks, go, fucking detective. Jay. Way to destroy all the evidence, you fucking idiot. Yep. Also, does he does he end up actually calling the cops at all on this? Uh, no. you know those cops that he is. No, well that's of? that's later. That's later. Um, okay. I felt very satisfying to destroy forensics hideout in the same way he destroyed my house. Um. 
So yeah, so Forensic had missing an arm and bleeding heavily, uh, got up and ran out carrying a big bag of weapons. So let's see. Uh, nine uh, September thirteenth. Jerry tries to tell the cops that he works for uh, about what just happened, but none of them believe him except for Robert Newport. Uh, he'll he takes a month off. Um, let's see. Uh, so next October nineteenth. Hey guys, I'm back. I let you know that any rumors regarding my break are false. I didn't see forensic during the break, which made my life easier. I'll try to find all the episodes. I prom of Happy Happy. I promise. Signed Jerry. October twenty first. October 21st, uh, he finds a Happy Happy tape at a flea market called Happy Happy Goes to the Circus. I'm sorry, I have to interject here. Isn't the arm false? Like, isn't it a prosthetic arm? No, that's that's not mentioned in this one. No, in this one he actually cuts off an arm. In mine. It was a prosthetic? Well, no. It's an arm. And then, I, I think it was the very next post, but it might have been a couple of posts. Um... It's okay, folks. It was just a prosthetic arm. He tried to dumb down the gore? He, he Well, he retconned it. Oh, god damn it. <laughs> and uh, at this point, because, I mean, at this point, I've taken a lot of shit from this one fucking story. But that was the straw. No, that was the anvil that broke the camel's back. <laughs> Yeah, that was when I rage quit this thing and then picked it back up and went back to it because that's what I do. Yeah, yeah. Like, also, um, I love like this is the other one part of this that makes no sense to me. This story suddenly just backtracks from its escalation of like you just fought in quotes um, a serial killer and destroyed his lair. But now you're going back and reading Happy Happy, like the, these. You're tr- you're going back and watching these videos that you're finding of a kid show As to solve to the following the obvious blood trail. Yeah, or or just following up on like tracking down the serial kill. Like it just makes no fucking goddamn sense Whoa. to go back and that. Don't bring that word into this. House. Right? Yeah. Sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah. Like. Uh... Like this was the part that like really pissed me off was that like he backtracks. It could have like, it, it, like it could it could have ended it. here, and that's where we're going to stop it for the night. So tune in tomorrow for the continuation of the Happy Happy New Year's episode. Happy New Year's, everybody! Please drink responsibly. I know we did. here to oh, fuck and we're here to fuck i and we're here to fuck you <laughs> we're all here to fuck you <laughs> everyone of us to... God damn it. <laughs>